Welcome to the Mama's Making More podcast, the show for moms who want to build, launch, and grow your own virtual assistant business. If you're looking for ways to work from home, increase your income, gain more control over your schedule, and live a more flexible life, you're in the right spot. From marketing and branding to time management, client relationships, and more, we'll cover all the basics you need to know to build and run a successful VA business that works for you. So get ready to start building more of the life you've always wanted. Hello. Hey there, mama. How the heck are you doing today? I'm doing so good. I have a fun episode for you. And you may be like, what are you talking about? But stick with me here because I promise you by the end of this, you're going to be like, yes, you are totally right, Melissa. What I want to talk about today is when you are starting your business, when you're starting your VA business, or if you have some other service-based business, especially, I am telling you, I want you to start your business without a website. And I know that seems counterintuitive because I feel like we've all been conditioned and trained to think that we have to have a website, but you don't. Full disclosure, I did start my business and I did have a website. It did absolutely stress me out getting it set up and making sure I had it in place when I officially launched my business and I 100% did not need it. I still have my website. I'm actually just starting to ramp it up to use um, some funnels on there. They are not on there yet. And I really didn't start actively using my website until I started this podcast. And I started posting my blog and podcast pages on my website. So that's kind of been the main thing that I've done on there. I am going to give you a whole list of things that you can use that you can accomplish the same thing that you could if you had a website with a lot less stress and a lot less money. So buckle up. Let's talk about it, girls. The first thing that I want to hit on is your website really isn't going to get you a ton of exposure. It's great eventually down the line if you want to have SEO, you have keywords, if you have a podcast or a blog that you have linked to it, that's great. That is not for starting out. That's not what we're doing here. If what you want is exposure to your business, you're not going to get that on your website. You know where you are going to get that? You're going to get that on social media. That's where your clients are hanging out. That's where other businesses are hanging out. That's where your friends are hanging out. So if you really are looking for that exposure, you're going to be getting that on social media. So you're going to want to be posting, not just posting on social media, but you're also going to be wanting to engage with people. You're going to be wanting to talk with them in business groups. If, say, you're an expert in setting up a certain program, say that you are an expert at setting up Dubsado, which is a CRM for other service providers, if that's your expertise, you want to be going into groups and you want to be telling people when they ask, what CRM do I want? You're going to be listing off the benefits of the CRM that you're an expert in. So you're going to really want to be providing details and a lot of value within the comments of other people's posts as well. Another goldmine way to get your clients to communicate with them and to get their eyeballs on your business is to have an email list. And when you have an email list, you need an email hosting platform. I started out with MailerLite. They have a free version. It is absolutely fine to start out with that. I just this last month have moved over to ConvertKit to a paid version for reasons that aren't really relevant here. (laughs) ConvertKit also has a free version that I didn't try. I went straight to the paid, but there is all kinds of platforms out there that you can use to collect emails. Now you might be like, but don't I need a website in order to collect those emails? 
No. And here is why. Most of these email platforms, they also include landing pages and opt-in pages. When I started with MailerLite, even though I had a website, my very first landing page was a MailerLite landing page. So what I did was go into MailerLite. I created a form that was an opt-in to a PDF that I had. So that was done in MailerLite. People would click to say, yes, I want to be on your newsletter and I want to get this freebie from you. The magic would happen online and that email address would be collected by MailerLite. And then the freebie that I had would be automatically distributed to their email. So those landing pages and those opt-in pages, I know we've all used them as consumers as well. A lot of them are just forms that are within mail hosting platforms. Now, there are platforms that are just for landing pages that are not tied to a specific email host. One that comes to mind is lead pages. I don't have any experience with that. I know that other people have used that, but I don't really think that something like that is necessary. I think that using a email host who also has the forms and the opt-in pages within it, I think that that's the way to go. MailerLite is a really great option. ConvertKit is also a great option. And I do have an affiliate link that I will put in the blog post that is tied to this episode here. So if you're like Melissa, I still need a place where my things are going to live. I want to have a rate sheet. I want to have maybe an about me page so that people know who I am. I want to have somewhere to send them. And maybe you're wondering the PDF that I just mentioned that was a freebie. Maybe you're wondering where I had that if it wasn't on a website where I had that hosted. Let me tell you, Google Drive. Google Drive is free. We all have access to Google Drive, and I think it is an amazing resource. Now, you could absolutely have a link where you send people like, here's my rate sheet. You send them to your Google Drive that has your rate sheet listed out there. You can send them to a page that's like, this is about me. These are what my services are. You could have any number of pages where you send them to that specific link in your Google Drive. I think that that is absolutely fine. I don't think that anyone's not going to work with you because you send them there rather than an official website page. I really don't think that that is going to be a huge deterrent. I know that there are people that I worked with in memberships. I bought into their memberships and at the time they didn't have a website for their membership. They simply sent us to templates that are on their Google Drive. And I thought that was brilliant. I had absolutely no issue doing it that way as opposed to going directly to someone's website. It did not change my experience as a user one bit. Now, when I started my business and I had this PDF freebie that I had a landing page from MailerLite for, where my freebie lived was on a Google Drive. I was able to link my landing page with this Google Drive document and then that all happened. It actually it sounds maybe complicated, but it is not. So you can also use Google Drive to host these freebies if your freebie is like a PDF checklist or booklet or ebook or whatever it may be. Now, maybe you're still thinking, Melissa, I really, really want a website. And that, you know what, no shade to you if you do wanna have a website and you do get it set up right away. I just really wanna give you the permission and the ability to see that there are other ways to accomplish the same exact things. Now, one of the things that I think is really slick and really awesome is within the program Canva, and I am 90% sure that this also applies to the free version, not just the pro version. I think if you have that free version, you have access to be able to create a web page in Canva. 
Now, it's you can do all the graphics in Canva. You can make it look pretty. You can have links in there, hyperlinks in there. That can be where your rate sheet is, where your list of services is, where you have an about me. You can have all of that information in a scrollable document that looks exactly like a web page. They will give you a Canva link that's a web page that just exclusively for you, it'll take your potential clients right to that place. So that is an option. It, it really is like the next best thing to having your own website. You don't have to pay for hosting. You don't have to pay, do all that monthly maintenance. You don't have to do all of that jazz. You can just have that information right there. Like I said, you can have it hyperlinked. You can link to your opt-ins in that Canva webpage. So that's a really, really slick way to kind of get around having to set up, pay for, and maintain a website. All right. Now, when I was thinking about this episode, I was trying to think of other things that you may say you need a website for. So don't worry. I gotcha. So the other things that I was thinking of is as a virtual assistant or as an online service provider, you probably need the ability to have a calendar, like a booking system. You need a way for someone to be able to book time, whether it's a discovery call with you, whether it's a monthly check-in with you, whatever it may be, you might need that. And if it is not just a discovery call, if it's some sort of paid one-on-one service that you offer or any kind of service like that, you may need the ability to collect payment. So what I would suggest is TidyCal. I use TidyCal. It is a deal that I actually got through AppSumo. It is a lifetime deal. I think it's like, it's between $20 and $30. It's really, really very reasonable. I will put a link to it. I do have an affiliate link for that as well. I will put that in the blog post for this episode. It's a really slick program. It's very similar to something like Acuity or Calendly. I used to use Calendly. I like TidyCal better. I think it's a little bit easier to work with. You're able to link it to your Google or your Apple calendar. So you can block off time. So you can have it so that people can only set up meetings at certain times. It won't double book you for things. And it will also collect payment. So if you have, you know, say you have a one-on-one where you're collecting payment for that one-hour one-on-one Zoom call with someone, you're able to do that directly through TidyCal and to have that connected to Stripe or Square or whatever it is that you collect your payments with. So that is a really slick option. Again, you and then you will have a link to your TidyCal or your calendar. You can put that in your Google Drive, your Canva, your landing page, wherever it is that you're going to be promoting your services. You can have this link there. You can have it hyperlinked. I mentioned collecting payments. I personally use Stripe. I like them. I know a lot of people also use Square. I like Stripe. I think it connects and integrates with a lot of different programs. Like I said, I'm able to integrate it with TidyCal. I also super like that I can integrate Stripe with my bank, my business bank, which is Novo. It's Novo Bank Online. I will put a link to the bank and also Stripe. I have affiliate links for those. Imagine that. I would promote those even without those affiliate links because these are what I use and what I love. And I would definitely promote them. Anyways, you may also have packages where you offer, you know, say you have three packages of different levels for your VA service and you need a way to collect payment from that. You do not need a website for that either. You can collect that directly from Stripe. Stripe will allow you to send invoices. I personally send invoices from my bank, the the Novo Bank. 
because I just like the way that that works. And that bank is integrated with Stripe. So really it all works together there. So you do not have to have some fancy invoicing system. You do not have to have an invoice system that goes through your website. I have jam-packed a bunch of information in there. Before I wrap this up, one thing that I did want to touch on that's kind of related is if you are a service provider, but you also have some sort of product, say you have a course or a download, an ebook, something like that that you also want to sell, and you may want like a cart program, Thrivecart is a really good option for that. I will put a link for that as well. That is a lifetime payment. And it's a little bit more robust than you would need if all you're doing is providing services. You wouldn't necessarily need to collect them in that way. But it is a program that integrates, again, with Stripe, with the banks, with all of those kind of things. And so it makes it really seamless. It also integrates with your email. So that's an option if you do have something where you need a little bit more in order to collect payment for. You could have Thrivecart. So that's something that's a little bit more complex, but I did want to throw that out there. Hopefully you took in all of this information and you now feel a little bit better about not having a website. I really want to challenge you to just start your business and really not worry about this website. If you want to have one down the line, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from working on it in the background and getting it ready and having it up whenever it's ready. But I don't want this to be a deterrent to starting your business. I don't want this to be the excuse for your business not starting or not growing. I want you to start your business. I want you to really take to heart some of these options that I gave you. Think about what's best and just get the dang thing out there in the world. Get your business out there. Start getting clients in the door. That is all I have for you today. If you are going to do one of these things, if you are going to implement, you're going to do a Canva little website, or if you're going to stick your stuff on Google Drive, would you send me a voice memo on Instagram? My user is Melissa Monday or at Mama's Making More. You can type it too. I just love hearing your voices and um, let me know what it is that you're going to do. I want to be able to cheer you on and I want to have you be accountable and have you tell me when that's going to be set up by. That is all I have for today. I hope that inspired you and I will see you in the next episode. I would be thrilled to continue to help you in your VA journey. You can download my free quick start guide to build your VA business and join my weekly newsletter at mamasmakeandmore.com. You can also join the waitlist for the virtual assistant business building program at melissamonday.com. I'll drop all the links down in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mama's Making More podcast. If you had a great takeaway from today's episode or have suggestions for future episodes, please send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Melissa Monday or at Mama's Making More. If you're enjoying this content, please rate, review, and subscribe, and also share this podcast with other moms. If you would like even more free weekly content and be the first to know when new things are launching, join my newsletter by clicking the link in the show notes. You're such a boss, mom.